Hustle, hustle, hustle. Lately, this is all you hear on social media. You need to hustle to make it. You must hustle to grow your business. But do we? Lindsay Maloney joins me on the show today to talk about why the word hustle doesn't resonate with her, how you can actually grow your business without the hustle, and how you can get out of the hustle mentality. Lindsay is a self-made business and success coach who specializes in teaching women how to start and scale their dream coaching businesses with simplicity and confidence. She believes that you should always choose to use your intuition to guide you as you grow your business. This is episode 27, Why the Hustle Mentality is Not Sustainable in Business. Hey there, mom boss. Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast. I'm Allison Scholes, brand strategist and lifestyle stock photographer. And yes, I'm that boss lady in sweatpants. If you're ready to fine tune your personal brand, grow your business on social media, learn some really cool marketing hacks, all while balancing family life, then girl, you're in the right spot. And please don't be shy. You can connect with me over at bossladyinsweatpants.com. If you're ready for today's show, go ahead and hand out the kids' tablets, open those juice boxes, grab your coffee, and hide in your closet. It's time to dive in. Hey, Lindsay, welcome to the show. Hi, Allison. I am so excited to be here. And I'm excited to have you here. But before we jump into our topic, can you let everyone know who you are and a little bit about your business? Sure. I am Lindsay Maloney. I am a business and success coach. I'm also a rapid transformational practitioner, and I help coaches do the inner and the outer work so they can create and scale their coaching businesses with simplicity. That's awesome. And I am really excited about our topic because I think this can be lately a controversial topic. We're going to jump into hustle or the hustle mentality. And you're going to tell us why it's not sustainable, especially in the coaching industry. So before we get into the nitty and gritty of our topic today, I want to know first, why doesn't the word hustle resonate with you? Mm. Love this topic because I like to always kind of go against the grain. And I was always afraid to go against the grain. And I remember when I first started my coaching business, I was listening to all the people who were preaching hustle, um, people who are suggesting to work on your business 18 hours a day, and people who are suggesting you need to work on it every single day and you're not going to get anywhere if you don't do the hustle. And I did that and it always felt really wrong for me. But that was before I was tapping into my own intuition and what felt right, right? It's it's like we want to do everything what everyone else is doing to those few people that we're listening to when we're starting. And it just doesn't feel right. And what it what ends up happening is you decide you need to do all these different things. So you might for one day decide, I'm going to have a coaching business and it doesn't work for a week. And then maybe I should try this and maybe I should try that. And you're dabbling into all of these things. You have all these irons in the fire, but you feel like you know, you're doing something right because you're just burned out. You're overwhelmed. You sit at your computer. You have 8,000 tabs open. You don't know what business to work on today, what client to speak to. And all of a sudden, nothing all of these irons are burning and you are standing there wondering what the heck you do. I remember the day my husband asked me, well, what do you do? And I couldn't answer it. 
because I had an online magazine. I had a coaching business. I was a freelancer. I had an Etsy business. Like I was doing all of this stuff because I thought if I hustle, something will work. Well, it, it didn't work. You know, I was making under a hundred bucks a month and I was freelancing and working all hours trying to get these things done for such a low price because I, I thought that that's what will work for me. And once I decided that I realized that I was sitting behind my computer, a ridiculous amount of time, these people that I was listening to, it actually wasn't vibing well with my core beliefs, right? My, my, the reason Mm -hmm. why I'm doing this is I want to be here with my kids. I have three kids. I also work a full-time job. It's not going to work. But just because you have a full-time job and kids doesn't mean that, you know, this, that it won't work. It's also not sustainable for women, especially because we were, we have so many hats, right? Whether you have a significant other or children, you still have to take care of yourself. You still need to have that time where you're just doing nothing. And when you're not allowing that for yourself, the quality of your, your, um, your service to others is going to be very low. So long story short, I learned the hard way and I, I just, I'm going to stand there and say hustle. I hear that word and I just get a knot in my stomach and I see all these entrepreneurs out there who are preaching hustle, hashtag hustle. And I think, don't do it. Don't subscribe to it. It's not, it's not sustainable. So that's my, I could go on and on. So that's, <laughs> that's my um, precursor to how I feel about that word. And I think last year I was that person that you were describing where I felt I had to do the, all the things to be successful in my business. And I was watching the successful entrepreneurs, the James Wedmore's, the, you know, the Amy Porterfield's, the Jasmine stars. And I'm not saying they preach hustle, but to me, it looked like they were hustling and Mm -hmm. that's how you got success. Mm Mm-hmm but I was not successful at all. And just recently I made these massive goals for 2019. Mm -hmm. And just last week I sat down and made my 2020 goals. And I'll tell you what, there's not that many on there, but they're good. And I'm going to go deep with them because I'm just not, like you said, I'm not subscribing to that hustle because it doesn't fit my life. Mm -hmm. I have two kids. I run Mm -hmm. the house. How can I do that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then when you subscribe to it and it's not working for you and you feel like a failure if you're not really tuned into what serves you. And yeah, James Wedmore is amazing. I worked with him all last year, but the things that we would talk about on our coaching calls that he would suggest to me and I would get off and I'd think, okay, no, that's not, that doesn't fit my why. And, you know, God bless him. He's amazing. He's such an incredible person, but he also doesn't have the same lifestyle as I have, and he doesn't have the same values. And we all have different journeys and that's the beauty of it. And I think that's where we all, a lot of people fall short when they work with a coach, they work with a course creator. They think, well, they did it this way, so I should do it too. And I'll get the same results. Well, we weren't born the same way. We didn't have the same parents. We didn't have the same upbringing. There's so many things that come into play. So the easiest thing for us to do is I'll just work harder. I'll just do more things. And if I do what they're doing, everything will be fine. And that's not how it works. So the best results that you're going to get 
is tuning into what works best for you, how you will be the most healthy entrepreneur. I don't give a crap if you're making money. I want you to be healthy and happy. Then everything will fall into place. And I love how you said earlier, when you were talking with James Wedmore and he gave you suggestions or for any entrepreneur reading a topic, reading a book, I love how you said, go back and think to yourself, does it fit your why? Mm-hmm. And I think we have to ask ourselves that question almost every day because it's so easy, especially on social media, mm-hmm. to get caught up in that, the shiny object syndrome and also the comparison game. And I mean, even though I preach don't compare, it's hard not to. Mm-hmm. I have to catch myself almost on a daily basis not to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that can be very dangerous if we're in that game 24-7 because you're comparing yourself to somebody's highlight reel. Their whole day could be a disaster. And then they have one, you know, moment, oh yeah, I should probably put this on a story. And then all of a sudden you're you're putting yourself up against that. Like that's crazy. And that's good. A highlight reel. I liked how you put that. So how do you grow a business without the hustle? Okay. So you listen to people who have a similar lifestyle and a similar, you know, a similar goal to yours. So for example, my students, I have a lot of students who don't have families, but they do, um, they do, they don't want to work on their business eight to 12 hours a day. And they see that I don't, I visual proof that you don't have to do it. Does it may, will it take you maybe a little bit longer? Maybe, I don't know. But I'm so transparent with what I do. I, like I said, I've worked from home for almost 15 years for a large corporation. And I started my business nine years ago. I've only worked on my I, nap times are like world my prime time, right? They still are. <laughs> my daughter is still sleeping. She's like, it's after 10 o'clock in the morning and she's still sleeping. So God bless her. <laughs> she lets me have so much time. Um, but I have two kids in school. So once they come home from school, I'm done. I wake up early in the morning. I'm an, I'm, I'm an early riser. I think that that's one of the keys to my success is I love waking up in the morning and just having my own time. I have my own time in the morning. It's business, family, work. And then at the end of the day, I close it off with me time as well. So I've really, I, I, I went, once I quit working at night, that's when so much shifted. I used to go to my office once I took all the kids in bed and work for like an hour and I was not productive whatsoever. I was, I still had that like a little trickle in my head. Like if you finish off the day with work, then everything will be great. It doesn't work that way. So I decided to change my nighttime routine to myself, quiet time, doing something that I enjoy. And then when, once I was refreshed in the morning, then I could work on my business in a more efficient way. You don't need that many hours a day to make things happen. If you have great systems, you've learned from people who can teach you things that actually work and you have a great support team, then you will be able to do things. Um, you'll be able to work a full-time job and, you know, my full-time job supported my business for a long time and that's great. And then, you know, days where I want to not work on my business, it's okay. Like right now we're four months ahead on our podcast schedule and I have all, you know, I don't have, I have the same amount of time as everyone else. So it's time management, doing things that only serve you and make you happy. And it all kind of falls into place then. So here's like the ultimate question. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners, it's resonating with them, but they're still stuck. Mm. How can we get out of that hustle mentality? And I sometimes struggle with this, especially like 
you know, if you're getting to the end of a quarter or you've had these goals and you see that you're not getting there Mm -hmm. and you're listening to all of that noise, but we know deep down it's not right. Like, how do you make that shift? Okay. So I'll give you some, an inner work tip and an outer work tip. So the inner work that you need to do is you have to cut off the attachments to all of those goals. I suggest writing down your goals that's great. But then I want you to just crumble them up and throw them away because they don't mean anything. Your value is not tied to a dollar sign. You are so much more than a dollar sign or an enrollment number in your program or clients, whatever. Stop putting yourself up to these things that you have no control over. I have no control over if a client signs up with me this week. I have no control over how many people come into my program by the end of the year. So why am I stre- why are you stressing out about it? You have no control, right? So stop it. <laughs> Easy, <laughs> stop it. And then an outer an outer work thing is look at all the things that you're putting your energy towards. Maybe you need to simplify your business a little bit. Do you have too many things going on? Are they serving your ultimate goal? What's your vision? Do you want to work with clients? Do you want to fill up your program? Then what you have on your list, your to-do list, if they don't match up with your vision, they need to go somewhere else. They need to go in like a rainy day project board or something in your asana. Only do things that serve your ultimate goal. And I know once we listen to a podcast or we watch a YouTube video, it's so easy to get inspired and think, oh, I should do this too. I should do this and make all of these things for you to do. But what I want you to do is really feel into, does it feel right for me right now? Do I need to do this now? Will this push my business forward right now? If it won't, then put it in a rainy day project. But if there's things that like, I know this will give me, you know, tangible results, move me forward then put it in your, have a project management system, get rid of all the papers on your desk, even the things that you have written in your planner, take them off and put them in a project management system. So you have legit to do's in front of you on your computer, where you're spending your time that you can check off. And it makes, it just makes the brain feel really good when we can check things off for sure. Girl, preach. That was so good. I love that those two tips, the inner work and the outer work. And I know for myself, I need to do a better job. I know I'm getting there by not comparing myself, not worrying. And I love how you said, never attach your success to the amount of money Mm -hmm. that you make. Because I think a lot of female entrepreneurs, especially those moms who are at home, and they get a side gig and they just want to contribute financially. It's so easy to attach that dollar amount to mm. our self-worth. Mm-hmm. So I, I love that you said that. Does it fit my why? And I love your tips. So Lindsay, thank you so much for being on the show. But before we leave, I want to make sure that my listeners know where to find you so they can be empowered and motivated by you. Cause I know I am. <laughs> so where can they find you? Of course, you can go to lindsaymaloney.com. I have all my stuff there. Um, I would love for you to listen to the podcast. I even have a whole episode on how to stop obsessing about the numbers. Um, So go listen to that. Even I listen to it because it makes me feel empowered. Um, So that's the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. I love hanging out on Instagram. So you can tell me how how much you love this episode by sharing a story and tagging us. And um, yeah, everything's there. Everything that you want to learn, it's all on Lindsay. 
Thank you for tuning in today. If you loved today's episode and walked away with value, then please head over to iTunes, social media for mompreneurs, and leave a review and subscribe to the channel. This would make my day. And don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at Allison Scholes or grab some freebies over at bossladyandsweatpants.com. Take care. I'll see you next time.